Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now check check (coughs) hello hello (coughs) all right there we go sorry I waited to die until you turned the mic on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a classy lady. (laughs) All right. Drew, you still there? I am. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. We've ran him off already. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hurry down, dude. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? Oh, no. I'm just just lurking in the background. (laughs) (laughs) You're not listening to a podcast. You're with us. Jump in, join us, cut me off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. And good luck. (laughs) We're about to record, so the sirens are going by. Yeah, of course. I'm waiting for the motorcycle guy, too. When do I get to, like, run out the door and kick him in the nuts? What, the cop? No, the the motorcycle motorcycle guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can do that whenever you want, I guess. But, you know, if you're expecting bail. (laughs) I don't know, babe. It's going to take me at least a few months to get that scratch and cash. You know what I mean? It's all investments and not feeding your cats. I, I don't know. Everybody buy Izzy's art. She needs to make that <laughs> She needs to make that That's our new commercial. I'll mail it as soon as I'm out. <laughs> that's, that's all the audio is going to be. Like, guys, I really need you to please buy my art. Motherfucker, get away! <laughs> Yeah, I said, no! I said no, Bertha, no! <laughs> Bitch, I'll cut <catch> you! <laughs> Lats out, Fisher! <laughs> you shut the fuck up, too! <laughs> I'm making my one phone call! Anyway, that'd be really sweet. Thank you, bye! You're not my supervisor! <laughs> Alright, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hi, future Steve. By the way, if you need something cut, feel free to say hi to future Steve and he can cut it. Hey, future Steve, could you make that sound like I knew what the hell I was talking about? Thanks, bro. <laughs> that's future Steve's problem. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, speaking speaking of future Steve, um, uh, past Nick from Epi- or from the Epic Film Guy says hi. Hey. Oh, hey, Nick. Is he up to uh, hating beloved classics? You know, with DC, just skip all the live-action stuff. Just go straight to their animated stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah! So it's, it's, where, it's where DC shines. It really is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For example, the Titans trailer that came Oh, I'm so excited about Teen Titans Go! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait, so you're excited for Teen Titans Go to the movies, but what about that <laughs> I think he's talking about the TV, TV show. Yeah. Not even... I don't... I don't even... You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm in. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm certain that's a hoax. That's a hoax. That's an elaborate hoax. Some guy made that in his basement. <laughs> what? No. What? No. <laughs> Should have never shown you that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> now, whenever you're nagging me, it's, give me a goddamn second. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. All right. So bats. Bats. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. The music. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With the one last plot holes, a gratuitous movie. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, <laughs> we're starting off Animal Horror Month. Yeah. With 1999's Bats. Bats. They're coming. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't done that movie yet. We haven't so we done it yet. We haven't that trailer yet. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh. uh, but we're not doing this movie alone. We are joined by a very special guest podcaster and patreon um, <gasps> subscriber that's right. to our podcast not just in general yes the best kind of patreon subscriber <laughs> drew from the real fails podcast welcome drew hello uh this was also his suggestion when he joined us for animal horror month yeah. um, any particular reason offhand you know i remember watching this movie as a kid probably when i was around like gosh maybe 13, 14 years old, and I just, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because of just how bad it was, but then you can also look at different horror movies that are really low budget because I think this thing only had like five, five and a half million dollar budget during, at the time of 1999, and there are movies that have higher budgets even today that don't meet the level that is Bats to be as generous as that is. But yeah, it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun, it's a fun, stupid uh, movie. It's, it's it's fun. It's thrilling. It's uh it's got fun puppetry work, and uh, you know not a uh, not a bad cast that you can watch and go, oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, never a bad cast when you've got Lou Diamond Phillips involved. Yes, that's that's true as well. Yes, Lou Diamond Phillips is a sheriff. Uh, was it Kimsey? Kim, Kinsey? Kenzie? Something Kim, like that. Kimsey. Uh, and of course, the lovely Dina Meyer is Doctor Sheila Casper. Yeah. <laughs> And who's her assistant? 
Oh, Leon! Cool running! Just Leon. (laughs) That's right. That's always the cool thing. He's like, wow, he must be really confident. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I give I give an extra star for anybody who's willing to go out there with just one name. (laughs) So, Steve, Uh, do we need a drink? I do. I don't know about you. In honor of kind of how confusing this movie gets at some points, I have a kind of confusing beer. <laughs> Ooh. Well, it's confusing for me because I don't speak Taiwanese. We have Taiwan beer from the Asian market. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty certain that's beer. It is. Oh, it okay. says it says right on here, Taiwan beer, world-class beer, brewed in Taiwan. <laughs> what more do you need? <laughs> 4.5% alcohol by volume. Uh, no, I did have a bottle opener, but I think did. I lost oh, the, it. Off the pull one off of yeah. the uh, shelf of bottle openers. Yeah, off the uh, Christmas tree of bottle openers we have over there. <laughs> All right. So, yes, Drew, we've had this beer sitting around. We uh, we were saving it just for you. Good, good. <laughs> I, I feel special. All right. Going to open this puppy up. Cap says Taiwan beer. Oh, oh my top. Pops my top. All right. Mm. All right, I'm going to go ahead and guess this is an international lager oh, based yeah. on the color and the fact that it's not from the Pacific Northwest. Yes, yeah, a light golden straw color, a little bit of haze, not exactly crystal clear, but pretty close. Frothy white head. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very malty Almost aroma. Almost no Ooh. hop aroma. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lager, baby. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Steve's going in for the sip. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. No, he looks fine. Oh, yeah, that's a lager. Yeah, not too bad with the uh, green apple or anything. Just nice. Yeah, nice malty. Yeah, malt forward, a little bit of a, almost like a wheat characteristic to yeah. it. Like, it's just Ooh. very smooth. I found English that wasn't just the Surgeon General's warning. Oh, With okay. profound and remarkable history since 1919, Taiwan beer successfully won many gold re- medals from international award for its world-class quality. Taiwan beer is characterized with a full-body, traditional, rich, and smooth taste. It's our mission to bring one of the best and distinctive lager beers to the people throughout the world uh, who enjoy this universal brew. Taiwan Tobacco and Liquor Corporation. Hey! Hey. And I heard rumor that Drew also has a beverage. Oh, I do, yeah. I have a a Kona Brewing Company, Big Wave Golden Ale. Ooh. Ooh! Always good stuff. That is a delightful beer. Yeah, and and honestly, you know, I'm I'm not a beer person, but this actually uh, this is uh, doing it for me. All right, excellent. Yeah, the 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 big wave is really good, and then uh, if you want to get a little bit more adventurous, and it's not crazy beery, but they have a uh, coconut brown that's really really good. Hmm. Not too hoppy. Get a nice little bit of coconut on it. It's got like a little bit of like caramely, chocolatey notes on it. It's kind of almost like a coconut coffee, but cold and bubbly. Well, I am intrigued. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Speaking of intriguing, have I got some information for you guys about this movie? Awesome. Oh, oh boy. Uh, the director Luis Morneau. Um, he's done a few things you might have seen. Uh, for example, Carnosaur 2, uh, <laughs> Bad Boy, Soldier Boys with a Z, uh, Made Men, The Hitcher 2, I've Been Waiting, uh, Joyride 2, and Werewolf the Beast Among Us. 
However, here's the really interesting thing. The writer of this movie is John Logan. Who's he, Steve? Uh, this was his <laughs> first feature film. And among his following films include Any Given Sunday, Gladiator, Star Trek Nemesis, The Last Samurai, The Aviator, Sweeney Todd, Red, Hugo, Skyfall, Spectre, The Penny Dreadful TV Series, and Alien Covenant. Holy crap. Yeah. And he started with bats. <laughs> with bats. <laughs> I'm, you you got to start somewhere, but damn. Yeah, yeah, right. This is definitely like a thing where you can look back and go, have, have you improved? <laughs> like uh, like uh, James Cameron started with, what, Piranha 2 or whatever? What are you whatever? guys talking about? This guy started with gold and just keeps producing it. <laughs> it keeps flowing out of him. <laughs> yeah, he's like a goose who's just, you know, been fed a bunch of salsa and is laying... <laughs> Laying gold everywhere. So, I don't think I don't think geese work that way, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's like salsa through a goose, so I think I know how a goose works. Is that how you get pate? <laughs> That's like water over a bridge, except for it's salsa through a goose. <laughs> I gotta watch more of that food network stuff that you watch. <laughs> how do you think they get so tender? <laughs> So, so bats. <laughs> so bats. Uh, we start in the small town of Gallup, Texas, uh, where we uh, follow a young couple at night to, I don't know, make out point or they're having some sort of an argument. Ugh, my friend said you were going to say that and all the other things you're about to say, too. So just like do whatever you're going to do. I'm pretty sure I'm here to get date raped. <laughs> okay. You just gotta get something out of my trunk. Something out of the trunk. It's definitely. <laughs> By the way, I thought this was gonna turn like I thought this was gonna start as a slasher movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope those bats show up and save that poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the bats that trained Batman or something like that during his journeys through Texas. <laughs> See, the bats leave Texas, and then they're the ones that lift. Uh, the young, the young Bruce the Wayne, young and Bruce Wayne, Batman and... or young Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, that the was mother, three... the mother and father bat. He's like, yeah. we will raise him as our own. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, do you not remember the very beginning of Batman v Superman? No, I I remember it. They <laughs> lifted that child. <laughs> Everybody remembers it. Is the point? They're like, oh no, we're only three minutes in, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the director's cut. <laughs> oh sweet Jesus. <laughs> I have them written down as a, a wannabe Reese Witherspoon and that shirt. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. God. The boyfriend yes. shirt. <laughs> you know what? I it, There are certain characters that when they do end up dying, you're like, man, it's if it's not because he's obviously going to, like, you know, ensue date rape on this on this gal. But, man, it's got to be the shirt. It's got to be yeah. the shirt, and and he's clearly lying to her. He's like, "You gotta, you gotta forget everything they say about me, baby. She means nothing to me." And she's all like, "Yeah, well, okay." She <laughs> said you'd say that, <laughs> <laughs> but they they hear something, it's a little little rustling, some squeak squeaks, and then they get fucking bombasted with bats through the windshield. Something touched my arm. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> And then I just have written down strobe light, shaky cam, slow mo somehow with fast cuts. <laughs> How did they go fast forward and slow mo at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> 
This is this is uh, the problems you run into when you're trying to make hand puppets scary. That's true. <laughs> and yeah. then some. For some reason, he like he flies through the front of the windshield. Yeah. Like, well, because the bats were trying to lift him up. To what did, this entire movie is, they're looking for the next Batman, and they are not finding him. They're trying to lift him up. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no. You're on your own, babe. <laughs> they lift a number of people up, and they crickets, just crickets. can't handle the power. Pretty sure their throats burst open because they can't handle the power. <laughs> All the the bats are nibbling at the throat to get the Batman voice going. Like, yeah. Oh my god, what have they done to my throat voice box? <laughs> oh, this is horrible. <laughs> Make us talk tell, like this that's forever. The telltale sign. <laughs> this is the worst way to pick up women. <laughs> <laughs> Can I buy you a drink, hot stuff? <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. You'd be shocked how many girls would go for just that. <laughs> What is my name? I'm, I'm, I'm just, sorry? I'm just kidding. My name's Brad. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Did you say your name was Martha? Well, your name's Martha? Where'd you say that name? <laughs> my mom's name is Martha. Do you have mommy issues? No. Because, you know, look at the time. I think I'm going to call an Uber. <laughs> I, I got a car. Chicks take the car. <laughs> no, you know Prius, Uber. Um, oh, he's here. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> uh, so the young couple is killed. <laughs> <laughs> so we so need they, to describe this epic shirt he's wearing. Oh, Drew, yeah. you want to describe the shirt he's wearing? From I mean, it's it's a, it's a dark night when they're you know out on their you know stroll to like rape alley and make out point. <laughs> it's it's like a black shirt, but then it has that intricate swirly sparkly design that's not exactly like floral but it's kind of like weeds it's the and it cowboy just... thing he's got the button-up cowboy shirt with yes. shoulder saddles yeah shoulder oh. saddles that's right yeah <laughs> i don't know what they're really yeah, called. Yeah, and i was i was trying to think like did they have like the little roses in the swirls or whatever I no I, it, it wasn't that detailed it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't uh you know that that fancy it, was it the, wasn't uh, like the, you know texan river dance it was uh it was like the tribal version of it or something <laughs> the douchiest of all shadow shoulder saddles uh but yes the uh, the young couple was killed and then we get the title which starts out as stab but then it flips inside out to bats it flips, it flips oh, inside out shit. and then reverses yeah right it was at this point i was thinking like Oh man, I want to watch Scream Two now because it, wasn't that the name of the the movie made based on the events of Scream or something in Scream Two, Stab or whatever? Something like that. What? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that watched it more than once. <laughs> Honey, yes you are. Or maybe it was the third one. That, that would make sense. <laughs> anyway, we then cut to cave spelunking. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Dizzy from Starship Troopers uh, crawling <laughs> through a cave. And, and Leon on the other end yeah. talking to her through the walkie-talkie. Yeah, she's a uh, zool something zoologist. I think it's a like a, a cryptologist, crypto. No, it's something. She's not yeah, a cryptozoologist because yeah. I would have been all up 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 on that. Yeah, she, a she's a zoologist with a specialist, uh, but a specialist in bats or Copernica or whatever the hell they were calling it. Wildlife zoologist. That's it. Wildlife zoologist. That makes sense. But they're investigating a group of bats in the middle of nowhere. And they're interrupted by a helicopter. And, and apparently, 
I love your sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, what, what's the guy? Carlos uh, Carlos Jacot, who is uh, Doctor Doctor Hodge. I, I mean, it's it's probably like one of the corniest moments, and it's right at the beginning of the film. Is like Doctor Casper. There's an emergency. <laughs> what what kind of emergency? Bats, Doctor Casper. Bats. It's like, okay, what kind of emergency would require me to come speak to you specifically? Any scenario. And there's like, there's nobody checking the badge. He just flashes it. Dr. Casper, CDC. Wait, sorry, can you pull that back? That looked like a retired, like, like an expired subway coupon. Can you bring that back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked like something about a booby inspector on that one. (laughs) Bring bring that back around. Is that a library card? Was I the only one who thought he was going to end up being, like, uh, when he got out of the helicopter before he talked, that he was going to be some sort of, like, Bill Gates, like, fictional, (laughs) fictionized character? Like, don't let the haircut fool you. I'm exceedingly rich. (laughs) I'm exceedingly rich. Look, I own a helicopter. <laughs> like, sir, I got these bats at my mansion and they just won't stop. <laughs> they keep flying into my house. I don't know what to do. The fumes from the guano have really affected my voice. That was the other thing. She's going through that cave in the beginning of the film and she doesn't have any type of mask on. Like, I don't care if it's yeah. like a small amount of bats or a grand amount of bats. Like, why are you not wearing a face mask or she some type of breather? Leon even asks her about the ammonia levels. Yeah. So they're monitoring Right, and she's levels. like, oh, you know, it's, it's tolerable. My, my, hand, uh, my hand machine is telling me it's okay. <laughs> oh, well then, spelunk on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she should have had, had some sort of uh, Zach Baggins ghost hunting face respirator. <laughs> And then she just she just goes and she grabs a baby one and starts petting it. And I'm thinking like, what is? Put it back. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't know where it's been. Don't interfere. Don't interfere. What if it doesn't know how to cling to the wall again? Were you the foremost expert on zoology? Bats. <laughs> bats. Fun fact: In the state of California, it's assumed all bats have rabies. They're guilty until proven innocent. So that's fine. Sounds Just like, like every every rattlesnake, I'll assume it'll, it'll bite me. Yeah, yeah as you yeah. should. <laughs> you know what? I'll assume it has rabies too. I don't want to ram me. <laughs> yeah, that's what really gets you: the rattlesnake rabies. rabies. <laughs> Just fast acting. <laughs> so they pick up Doctor Casper and. Uh... And Leon. Leon. <laughs> I think it, yeah, Jimmy. His name is Jimmy. Let's just call him Leon. All right, Leon's better. Yeah. It'll be, I'll remember Leon. <laughs> yeah, it's Leon. You know, he's a professional. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> I see what you Lovely. did there. <laughs> uh, but they, they fly her to Gallup. Uh, then we're uh, briefly introduced to uh, Lou Diamond Phillips as yeah. uh, Sheriff Kimsey. Kimsey, yes. Sheriff, Sheriff Lou Kimsey. Diamond Phillips. <laughs> Sheriff LDP. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Sheriff Diamond. I like the sound of that one. <laughs> Sheriff Dutch. <Dad. laughs> uh, but they take them, take them all to uh, Town Hall, which I guess also is the coroner's office in the small town. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right. That yeah. sounds about right, yeah. Right. Where, where you have a medical examiner who doesn't like blood. Yeah, yeah. The the super old coroner dude who's just like, I've never seen anything <laughs> like this. I, I'm out, homie. <laughs> and then you have random scientists and the bad expert coming in and checking on uh apparently they're checking on the bodies of the young couple yeah they were commenting how bad his shirt was no yeah exactly (laughs) my god it went right through whatever this material is what is uh, this tweed did he think he was getting late tonight because he shouldn't have worn that (laughs) 
<laughs> well, this condom's no good. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> and in, during their investigation, they find out that they were killed by fruit bats. But that doesn't make sense. This must be some sort of joke. Fruit bats only eat on eat fruit and nectar, hence the name. Fruit bats. <laughs> it's not just because they're flamboyant. <laughs> They're also really good at memorizing show tunes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I, I thought it was really weird at this point that uh, uh, Dr. Casper was like, nope, sorry, it says here they were, it looks like they were killed by fruit bats. That's impossible. I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. She, she's this must be, she has this must be a hoax. Yeah. Well, you gotta think, who's funding her little expedition into the guano cave beforehand? She probably has a limited time on that. Like, yeah. there's probably an expiration date. She's got shit to do. She's got deadlines. That's that's. She's a world-renowned bat expert. She has places to be, symposiums to give. Right. Her research is going to lead to the next revolution in cell phones and modem technology. <laughs> right? Is that, is that how it works? All right, I'm going to say yes. Seems, seems plausible. <laughs> uh, but then we get uh, some exposition from... Oh, by the way, Bob Gooden's in this movie as <laughs> Evil Dr. Mc, McEvilton, or I don't know what his name is. McCabe? McCabe? Is it, is it really, oh, is it seriously something? Mc? Yeah, it's, 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 it's McCabe. Oh, yeah, Dr. Alexander McCabe. <laughs> Good call, Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who, by the way, has just been hiding in the shadows this whole time, following around... But that's what he does. Him. That's like what he does the entire film when he doesn't have any type of like dialogue. He's always in the back. He never stops. And yet you always are drawn to him because he's doing something like menacing or suspicious. Also, does he blink during this movie? He, do he doesn't need to. Yeah, right. He can control the bats. Yeah, right. Spoiler alert. Blinking is a sign of fear. Yeah, right. If it blinks, it shows weakness. And then they feed on it. My eyes are so dry. That's why Batman never blinks. I'm pretty sure Batman blinks. That's why he's wearing uh, the uh, black eyeshadow. Prove it. Black eyeshadow. <laughs> he goes for the smoky eyes. You, super heavy. Are you mocking my eyeliner? No. But I do want to know what brush you use. Because that is smooth. It's made from baby seals. Pre oh, or post-clubbed? Post-clubbed, duh. <laughs> they fidget too much, pre-club. Bruce Wayne anyway. would be rich enough to use a live baby seal to apply his guyliner. <laughs> Alfred, bring me another one. <laughs> this one's too wiggly. <laughs> By the way, I know what's for dinner tonight. <laughs> All right. This one stopped moving. Please bring another. <laughs> this one's filthy. <laughs> This is canon now. Why are we talking more about Batman than bats? I don't know, because bats is just drawing. It's it's helping us with our right. Batman universe. <laughs> it's all a prequel, yeah. But yeah, Dr. Exposition uh, says that they've been genetically engineering bats to make them super smart and able to communicate with one another. Oh, no. and... They injected, they caught wi two wild bats, one of the most endangered species on the earth, and injected them with their virus. Yeah, the flying like the, foxes. Uh, the flying foxes, yeah. Yeah, that sounds vicious. snuggly <laughs> flying foxes. They just want to eat some fruit and hang upside down and wiggle their ears. And go straight for the jugular, apparently. Straight bum, the bum, bum. <laughs> well, obviously, anything that wiggles its ears goes for the jugular. <laughs> well, they've been eating so much watermelon, they know where the good stuff is. It's through that top layer. 
Uh, it's about the time he's done uh, dumping exposition. They get a call that there's another death out in the field, and I like a, they go to investigate. And uh, the, the the older lady that shows up, she was the mayor of of Gallup, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Either that, or she's their PR person. <laughs> <laughs> Probably both in that small town. If they have the town hall in the coroner's office in the same. So the guy who got killed, is that like her ranch hand? Is that just like a farmer nobody cared about? Transient? I think it was a farmer. And she was there because I assume cops were called. Newspaper probably got wind of it. So she oh, no, she go. was already there. They'd been banging the night before. <laughs> wow. Um, what I what am I going to tell one. people, Sheriff LDP? <laughs> she was doing the walk of shame when yeah, she got called. She's say. like, oh. Oh, I guess I'm on my way. Oh, windy day, isn't it? Something's wrong with my hair. Anyway, what's going on here? Is that the same vest from last night? No. No, it's not. What? No? No, I just like this color. I have a lot of vests. No further questions. (laughs) Basically, Sheriff Lou Diamond Phillips is uh, basically saying, cancel the football game, get everybody, make sure everybody stays indoors until we get this figured out. We uh, have some bats with viruses. And she goes to the obvious assumption that most people should, which is what they should just be telling everybody. Like, we got a bunch of rabies bats. Everybody's like, well, not exactly. No, just tell her, yes, we have a bunch of rabies bats. Get inside. People will understand that. (laughs) Not even get inside. Like, just tells them, like, get out of town. Like, leave. (laughs) Vacate the area. You are not safe here. (laughs) Drive to Pahrump. It's twice as big. (laughs) (laughs) Stay in the casino. No, anyway, <laughs> make a weekend of it. <laughs> when you come back, we'll try not to nuke the entire town. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's about this time the you know scientist gives a little more exposition, and they they do the cool map thing like it's outbreak, where it's like here's what it'll be like in a week, in a month, and this is six months from now. Total world domination by bats. <laughs> and uh, so like we gotta stop it now. Get the nets. <laughs> Get the nets. The nets are our only savior. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so they take these giant, basically like fishing nets, and throw mm-hmm. them over the entrances to the cave where they think all the bats are at. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. So they got the nets there. The bats are gonna fly off with their nets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, I, or if it's like we've they, covered they start... one hole. Oh no, we've just concentrated them. <laughs> <laughs> Now they have a net, too! Ah! They, can, they can capture whole groups of people and then attack! You can you can tell how lonely, like, the sheriff and the deputy are, where they're coming on the radio and he's all like, What is this stuff? Oh, it's a particular type of net. Well, it feels like fishnet stockings. Because they both had the exact same response, that it felt like fishnet stockings. It's not like, man, you know what? Uh, th- this is almost like my my pair that I wear to Rocky Horror. I I know it's this is perfect. <laughs> this will catch a bat. Fun yeah. fact: Drew Gallup, at least fifty percent hookers. They're very familiar with their fishnets. It's one of the town's biggest exports. <laughs> ah, you know what? Then this all makes sense. That's what that farmer was doing. He was out farming his fishnet fields, <laughs> yeah, and it was a mining town. Spoiler alert! What? <laughs> Wait, hookers and mining, that's never happened. That's never combined in every city <laughs> west of St. Louis. <laughs> and honestly, east of St. Louis before. <laughs> it's all right. They just they just get used to the phrases, you know, down below and she's going to blow. So, <laughs> fire in the hole. It's burning. It's burning. 
Anyway. Got a little runoff there. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> or. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so bad. So, so after they set up the net, Dr. Casper and the sheriff have a little. Uh, uh, basically, the sheriff asked the question I was thinking the entire movie up to that point. Is she single? Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> but also, why bats? What uh, what what horrible trauma caused you to devote your life to bats? And she so- says it's because she held one when uh, she was a young girl because her dad introduced her to them. And basically, like, cute little rats with wings or something yeah, like that. Yeah, little snuggly muffins with wings. And I was totally waiting for the backstory where parents were killed by... <laughs> Parents were killed by, I don't know, uh, gnats or something, and so she wanted to master bats to eliminate (laughs) those murderous insects from existence or something. I don't know. Hey, Steve. Yeah? What is the uh, state bird of Utah? California gull. Why is it the California gull? Because they eat locusts? (laughs) Because they came through and ate all the locusts, right? Yeah. And saved the farmers? Yeah, yeah. That's the same reason why she likes bats. Okay. They eat gulls. Because they eat gulls. <laughs> well, the genetically engineered ones. I mean, <laughs> what else would they be good for? So you take care of your seagull and pigeon problem. Nature. <laughs> Facts. I love how calm they are on the on the bridge while they're waiting. Because again, clearly, we only see them put up one net. So yeah, obviously, it's time to take a break. Yeah. Well, it's almost <laughs> sunset. We'll just chill here. We'll make a little sandwich and. Wait, do you hear something? <laughs> yeah. And that's when they're attacked by swarms of bats. <laughs> ah, the nets do nothing. It only aggravated them. <laughs> she has like a sonar device and she's like, crap, there's too many. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, run. <laughs> Back to the car. <laughs> I, never, I only thought there'd be like eight or nine of them. <laughs> right. No, there's, there's 400 of them. Well, hey, as far as she knew, there were only two that were man-eaters. Because that's what uh, the yeah. evil scientist, well, yeah, yeah, evil scientist McEvil <laughs> told her. Uh, so they're running from the bats. And <laughs> it was at this time I, I was really appreciating how far uh, computer graphics have come in the past 20 years. <laughs> oh my gosh. It actually wasn't that bad, but <laughs> it was like, oh, oh okay, that, that's nice. But they, uh, they run to the truck and the bats... All the hand puppets in other yeah. bats start attacking the truck. I so appreciate the hand puppets in this. Maybe it's just me because I've seen ghoulies recently. But <laughs> the, the faces of the bats looked a lot like... Oh, totally oh my like gosh, they do! Yeah. They <laughs> do! It, especially, especially like the two alpha male bats. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the two big oh uh, flying foxes or whatever. Yeah, they... Yeah. Oh, that would definitely be looking at the cast and crew. See who like the uh, yeah, the who, puppeteer. Oh, I know who the puppeteer is. Would you like dun, to know? Dun, dun. I would. It is Greg Nicotero of Walking Dead fame. Oh. He was the lead puppeteer and like special effects guy for this movie. Hey, well, I mean the, the the ground walking bats do move like that half a torso from the first episode. Yeah, it's oh my god, it's it's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, a lot of the practical stuff, I mean, given their making bats look scary, pretty well done, I think. Right. At least, like, all the all the cutting and all the whatnot. If you're if you're not paying attention and <laughs> looking for wires and stuff, it's, it's pretty convincing. So, which is more convincing at making less scary animals look more scary? This or Night of the Lepus? This is more convincing than Night of the Lepus. <laughs> Have you seen Night of the Lepus, Drew? 
I can't say that I have. <laughs> that doesn't sound familiar. Gi- giant bunnies the size of wolves, a 1970s movie. Oh my! Starring no, uh, that who that there, sounds Bones? fantastic. Yeah. Bones from the original Star Trek plays the Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, this is a must to add. Oh, absolutely. We watch it every Easter. That's true. <laughs> it's an Easter tradition. <laughs> Some people watch the Ten Commandments. We watch the real classics. Yeah, that is the leapers. And you got to watch the com- the the ad for it because uh, when the movie was made, apparently, you can hear this on our episode. That's like a thousand years old now. Yeah. But apparently, um, the studio was like, "Oh my god, this is the dumbest concept we've ever made a movie out of." Do not show a rabbit in, like, we are not mentioning rabbits in any of the ads. Nobody's to know. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, word spread fast. <laughs> <laughs> so the bats. Bats. They're, uh, <laughs> bats. They're attacking Dr. Dr. Casper and the sheriff in the truck. And oh, then uh, the deputy and they're Leon. They're crawling in every hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're crawling up like through the tailpipe. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so one time, one Why is pop- there a hole in the floorboard? Yeah. <laughs> like a pipe. Like a I'm... pipe is coming into the floorboard. I don't know what the pipe is, but... I I was going to say, that might be the most realistic part of this movie, that an older truck has holes in the floorboards. (laughs) Right. I swear one of them, like, popped out of a cassette player or something, too, at one point. It was, was like, coming through the the air vent or, like, the the, uh, the dash... The yeah. dash console. I kept wanting like the uh, the airbag to deploy and have like a, a bat in the airbag, like <laughs> just a couple explode, wings in there. explode like just out of reach of you know LDP's you know face. Yeah. We'll <laughs> see. Oh. Here, here's the flaw in that that truck doesn't come with airbags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, the, yeah, the, the, they're about to come through the windshield, and the doctor and the sheriff are going to be doomed. When here comes the sidekick and the black guy. <laughs> They'll certainly be safe <laughs> <laughs> nothing's ever happened to the sidekick or the black guy in a horror movie <laughs> so the deputy uh, pulls out his gun is about ready to fire and all the bats just stop and look at him and give it like a three Mississippi before they all just mad rush the car <laughs> you have you have Leroy he's constantly like we could we could just leave you know <laughs> we could just get out of here right now be, on, we could get out of here that'd be that'd be great <laughs> Leon's like, you need to drive. You need to drive. <laughs> but then the bats apparently just do a nice little, uh, I don't know, flyby of the windshield and go off. So what I think that scene was supposed to be is they, because they all stopped and looked and the light from the headlights all caught their little eyes. Which, by the way, I thought that was a great scene. I thought they did a really good oh, job when yeah. all the bats are all over the car and they all stop and look. I think it's that they were confused by the lights and they all flew home. Oh, okay, they thought it was daytime. They thought the day was coming. Done already? That was quick. All right, back home. (laughs) That's what I that's what I think that was, but they didn't play it up any which way. Yeah. What do you think? You know, I think I think the bats just hate happy couples in cars. Because (laughs) so far so far we've had the the makeout couple being attacked. We've had the mayor's secret lover killed at a fence (laughs) post. And now we have L D P inside the car with Izzy or Dizzy. And uh you know, I think the bats are just biased. They they have no one. They hate. So they love. must kill all. And so then they went to see went to see what deputy and uh, Jimmy were up to, and they were like, "Oh, all these guys aren't a couple. All right, we're done here." <laughs> Texas sheriff and a black bat biologist. This isn't gonna work out. <laughs> uh, this that- isn't Fox. It wouldn't get canceled soon enough. <laughs> 
Uh, but speaking of foxes, that's when uh, the two big flying foxes are seen for the first time. Just kind of crawling on a rooftop or whatever, watching them, and LDP's lining up his shot, and then someone else shows up and blows the whole thing and just yeah. scares them off. But there's a bat trap, uh, has his wing trapped under the wheel of the car. Yeah. So they're able to catch one alive. Yep. Which is funny because the car never moved. Yeah. Well, the, no, the truck did. Uh, when uh, Lou Dan was it wobbling? Was, was trying to get it started. He got it lit for a second and put it in reverse, and then it oh, died okay. again. But it rolled oh. backwards. Okay. Uh, so they put a little tracker on this guy, mm-hmm. and they set it off. They were like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna lead us to the the main hive, and then we can you know do what we got to do to oh, look, kill these he's guys." Oh, right there. It's like a beeline. And then the two flying foxes show up. And they just mince him. They, oh, yes. <laughs> they, like, cut him in half. Yeah. I, they I'm not sure how, him. but... Uh... Uh, because they're bats. They do because they're bats, and they obviously carry tiny little razor blades. Right? Oh, their claws are razor blades. Carrie. Uh... Uh, so now the, the call comes in. They need to evacuate the city, maybe the county. Get everybody out of here before the bats kill them all. And definitely their bowels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> those those were evacuated long ago. <laughs> Mass evacuation. And yeah, then we uh, get a couple uh, a couple shots of the people in town. You got a lady doing laundry at night because that's when you do laundry. Well, duh. Um, yeah, there's like the diner with the uh, the black cook guy. Yep. The kid playing a video game and a bunch of people smoking and stuff. Everybody drinking at the bar. Yeah, and it's all to the tune of "If Love Is a Red Dress" by P.J. Harvey, <laughs> which again made me think of another great movie, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Check it out. But more importantly, you you also notice the fact that the movie theater is showing Nosferatu. Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Ask me what it means. No, it would have been weird if it was like sixteen candles. Yeah. <laughs> Batman Returns. Anyway. <laughs> Batman Begins. Wasn't out quite yet. Oh, mm. snap. Actually, a really good one would have been like Gremlins 2, the new batch or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then shit go- gets crazy. The lady doing laundry gets killed. Yeah. The One of my favorites has to be the, the, the guy in the diner. <laughs> where yes. It's like... He's just eating his, uh, like, pie or something. And yeah. You see the bat just, like, crawling on the counter. getting. They were tater tots. He was eating tater tots. Was it tater tots? Uh, I he was, was thinking... eating something because he asked the guy for ketchup earlier. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah, that's it right. was tater tots. Because, yeah, because that's how come the uh, the bartender goes in the back. And then, because I was thinking, God, now I want tater tots. <laughs> that's why I remember food cravings. And but, had... like, the puppet's just, it's just making its way up. And then it just mauls the dad. And all the while, I'm thinking... How is the kid not noticing his father right, just right, okay, so while, getting killed? While, while the city's going crazy and there's like the worst drivers ever just crashing through everything and running over people and exploding and knocking <laughs> over all the light posts and everything, all the kids are just kind of standing around. And I'm like, is everybody, every kid in this town, like, I don't know, autistic or something? Or just They're not? the children Ob- of the court. Obviously, the <laughs> obviously, this is like, you know, just natural selection should be happening it's clear <laughs> that everyone in this town should die because i mean no one listened to reason to leave people are completely oblivious of the chaos that is ensuing outside you have children not noticing their father being murdered by a mutant bat less than five feet away yet yeah, no this town should just be completely obliterated 
The bats are attracted to mouth breathers. (laughs) (laughs) Raises the humidity in the air, and that's what they like. Yeah, I was noticing, like, when all the shit was really going down, and, like, yeah, things are exploding in the streets and all of that, the sheriff's deputy was in the bar for some reason, I can't remember, but he's coming back out and, like, cocking the shotgun, and there's a guy at the bar just, like, smoking and drinking, not acting like nothing's (laughs) happening, like, three feet from his head. Like, half the people that he, are just... He tells them, like, get out of here. Just get out of here. He doesn't even, like, go in. Doesn't he dive through the window? He dives yeah. through the glass door. Yeah, he dives through uh, the glass the, door, and then he tells, like, the bartender to get out of there. And, it's the and bartender the guy, who's yeah. going out, cocking the shotgun, and then is, like, just trying to shoot them out of the air. <laughs> yeah. He was actually doing a lot better than most people were. Oh, except... Lou Diamond Phillips is a oh, fucking crapshoot. God damn, yeah. So like at some point, Lou Diamond Phillips and uh, and the doctor end up under a car. Every single shot was a hit. It was miraculous. <laughs> and again, making me think of another movie. Make me think of uh, Planet Terror when uh, El oh. Rey <laughs> was just unloading on zombies yeah. and shit. I never miss. <laughs> <laughs> Made me think of uh, Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah. <laughs> <You're wilder. laughs> <laughs> so yeah shit's going down the deputy's killed and then bat doctor lady she g- gets covered in bats and they're attacking oh, no! and then uh, the assistant to crazy evil doctor he comes running not out not bill gates yeah not bill gates he <laughs> not <laughs> bill gates <laughs> he comes running out it's like hey hey get away from her ah. and the flying foxes leave her alone and go eat him and then Yo. just leave because they can't got what they came for. One half of the duo that created them. Oh. We find out later what they're here for. Uh, so after, I don't know, conservatively half the city is <laughs> torn asunder oh, yeah. and killed. And... People are like hanging out of windows, sprawled in the street. They're dead. <laughs> half of them are gone, like Thanos just walked through town. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Newspapers just kind of like slowly blowing. <laughs> No, ma- no matter the apocalypse, there's always, like, loose newspaper just blowing through the street. Yeah, yeah who is who, who is the litter bug just leaving all this paper around during the apocalypse? And also, <gasps> is who it reads because newspapers? All, is it because all the newsboys have been shredded? Ooh, maybe. Extra, extra. Oh! Actually, more realistically, it shouldn't be newspapers rolling. It should be, like, those advertisements you just want that were, like, handed to you, <laughs> and you just... <laughs> They're just you mean the ones, the ones where they're secretly saying, here, you throw this away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this isn't even it's good like, for bird litter. It's like, oh, a new pizza joint's open. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, the National Guard's been called in, and uh, their plan is to basically nuke the entire county in the next 48 hours. If you're still alive, get out! We're going to nuke it. And it, and it was weird, because it was like, all right, well, yeah, we'll let you guys, let you scientists and stuff do whatever you want for the next 48 hours, but as soon as that's done, like, to the minute, we're yeah. lighting this bitch up. <laughs> Wait, I think all the bats are actually in this mine that's not on any map, even though it only closed a couple of years ago. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, let's set up base camp at the local school. Okay, they yeah. won't mind. Uh, well, you know why they set up base camp at a school. Why is that? Because it already had all the bars on the window. <laughs> As they have their building montage of setting up, like, chicken wire for a fence that they attached a generator and, like, the car jumper cables to, which I'm not a scientist, but I don't think that would work. <laughs> I think it would... It would definitely make there's it nothing electric- to There's nothing to ground it, wouldn't it? There's nothing to ground it. 
Well, that's the well, that's jumper where the cables. Back comes in. <laughs> the jumper cables. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the ground's off screen. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Science. <laughs> and then we get uh, Leon saying, "Got this place as secured as the Alamo." <laughs> Bad example. <laughs> that's when they come up with the the plan. How are they going to kill all the bats without really killing them? Because you know they don't really want to do that for some reason. They're going to put them to sleep. And how do you do that? Sleeper hold. No, it's good. <laughs> no, you... Laughing gas. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. And that's how Joker Bat was created. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, could you imagine bats with the Joker serum? Right? How scary oh, is that universe? They've been using that. That's X. terrifying. <laughs> that's the movie that needs to be made. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you were dance with the devil in a pale moonlight with bats. <laughs> hey, Betty, I found your cousins. <laughs> ah, my one fear. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> They're clown bats, Steve. They're everyone's yeah, one oh fear. My God. <laughs> They're dentist it's it's clown it's bats. <laughs> Instead of squeaking, they got like those little horns on. They're just flying around. <laughs> That's their new echolocation. <laughs> this is horrifying. I love it. My God, thousands of them fit inside of a Hot Wheel. <laughs> uh, so, so for their plan to put them to sleep by freezing them, uh, they get some... Uh, uh, I think it was called the NGIC. At least that's what I have written down. That they have to find the roost and then chill it so that they just, I don't know, die yeah, in there this when thing it gets cold will enough. Chill Berlin in three days or something. Yeah. <laughs> they have they have this like big old like essentially like a freezer or like it's a like a like an AC emitter that is easily the size of like a giant pizza oven. Oh, yeah. yeah. That for some reason is like airlifted and then they find the roost. They apparently drop it in the midst of the roof or the roost and then they close off the area. But like the entire time they're trying to discuss of different options of how to deal with the bats. They're like, well, the, the, the military wants to nuke them. No, they can't. We'll freeze them. They go to sleep at this degree, but they die at this degree. And I'm like, why would dying be an option? Why would you bring up the temperature where they die? <laughs> Yeah, and then Lou Diamond Phillips brings it up again when he gets frustrated with you know setting up the school for de- for a defense perimeter. He's all like, "Maybe we can just blow him up." And it's like, "No, isn't this what the forty eight hours is for? Exactly. <laughs> isn't this the option to not kill them? Yeah. So why don't we want to kill them? Be- because bats are very important to the ecosystem. And want to study them because they're weapons. And local billionaire Bruce Rain will be very upset when you kill his friends. <laughs> Desired dinner, yes. <laughs> they bring me food. <laughs> they're my only friends. <laughs> they, they're working in the diamond mines with the bees. No! <laughs> These ones have been revolting. Uh, they're raising up against back. their slave masters. <laughs> the freedom foxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, but it's only two of them that are like genetically enhanced. It's the rest of them that are just kind of like infected, so they're slightly changing. But in like the mass chaos that happened in the town and later on when they attack, you know, LDP when he's in the Rus, like two of them, like they hit like a linebacker. Yeah. Like they knocked one guy off his bike. 
yeah. when he was riding through town. And it wasn't even one of, the, like, the flying foxes. It wasn't one of the big ones. It was a small one. So I'm thinking, good God, like, what is this virus? Right? No, they mentioned Could we give it to, like, peewee life- leagues? They mentioned when they had the live one before he got shredded by his big cousins um, that, like, it took two of them to hold him and that he was, like, crazy strong. And they were saying that's what the virus does to it. Yeah, but then, so the but then Leroy decided to pass it off and he's like, hey, you hold it. And LDP's like, oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to rub its belly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give it cuddles, but now I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, then it's around this time they find out that uh, the bats aren't in a cave, they're in a mine. Which is a cave, right? No cave, man-made. Only a mine. <laughs> it's a mine. It's different, Steve. Mm, all right. It's a mine carved out by bees in a secret <laughs> military <laughs> action. That's why they were de- that's why the government funded the developing of these genetically mutated bats so they could to replace the, the bees. bees with Well, yeah, well, well, of course, you got to cut, you know, you take care of those loose ends, but yeah. bigger, stronger, easier yeah. to dig. Oh, bigger my gosh. Claws. And at the end, uh, you know what? I'm skipping ahead. Well, we'll keep it right there. <laughs> we'll keep it right there. So the uh, genetically in- engineered miner bats, no, uh, they're they're located in the mine, of course, as they should be. Yeah. As they're genetically predisposed now to do. Uh, <laughs> Diamond mine under Gallup, Texas. And so they're telling the military, like, all right, we're going to attack at daybreak. And the military goes, fuck that, we're going in now. No, one guy in the military goes, and everybody else is like, mm, pretty sure bats go home at night. <laughs> and they're like, no, nope, let's do it now. Yeah, let's do it now. I'm in charge. Uh, so the bats attack the military. Mm-hmm. Mass casualties. Like, all of them. Everyone. Every single one. Meanwhile, back at the school, we find out, oh yeah, that's right, evil scientist is still around. So now it's his yeah. time to inevitably betray, betray everyone. I called the bats on my cell phone. They're coming to party. <laughs> right. Kangaroo <laughs> at the school dance. <laughs> no, I, I, I texted him. Are you up? What are you doing? Hey, girl. <laughs> when you come over, my parents there. aren't home. <laughs> okay, BRB. <laughs> Uh, so the bats attack the school uh, thinking there's going to be free beer and sweet loving from the doctor I don't know but, oh, uh, and they are horribly disappointed yeah <laughs> oh there's an electrified fence on everything and Leon got somehow found a flamethrower in the goddamn school and is lighting us on fire <laughs> this isn't a party right? This is this is fixing all their problems. All you need to do, as he said, you know, as he says earlier, when he's told, it's like you just need to clip their wings. He's like, clip their wings, shoot its damn head off. But he's setting them on fire. I'm like, get everyone a flamethrower. That's all you need to do. Everyone just needs a flamethrower. <laughs> you know what spreads like a virus? Wildfire. <laughs> Fire cleanses all. Ah, <laughs> oh, Steve and I have been trying to uh, think of a some good movies to do a flamethrower month but what we've discovered is if you're saved by flamethrower it's usually a spoiler alert there's a flamethrower in the movie (laughs) we'd rather you be pleasantly surprised when the flamethrower pops up from time to time i can i can think of a few for a flamethrower oh yeah we've got a couple of good ones just in our pocket Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Next month. No, wait. Yeah, the bats are still attacking. Uh, The generator got knocked 
or they have to start the generator because the bats took out the power. And apparently when the generator is started back up by Lou Diamond Phillips, we find out also the windows are made out of fireworks. Yes. Because yeah. all the sparks that come <laughs> off of the windows are amazing. What is this, a John Woo movie? <laughs> right. I'm expecting flaming doves to be flying across the screen. They were flaming bats, Steve, because it's bats. <laughs> They're night doves. <laughs> and dove man. No, it doesn't, doesn't quite work out. We'll see you say that, but there is a character called Dove, and he has a brother, Hawk and Dove, right? Yes. There's Hawk and Dove. No, no, no. There's, they're brothers. Yeah, Hawk, Hawk and, um, yeah, Hawk and Dove, yeah, the two superheroes, you mean? Yeah. They're part of the yes. DC universe. Oh. Yes, they are. Origin story. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> From two flavinged bats burst Hawk and Dove. <laughs> uh. Oh, but you're, miss- you're missing one of, like, the like the weirdest parts before they even get to the generator they drop through the floor like of a faulty like floorboards of the old mining shaft into soupy bat poop oh yeah 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 we're getting there yeah so oh, yeah, we're still at the school yeah <laughs> oh no no so i thought oh sorry i don't know why we're thinking that was already there oh because we have, keep talking about the explosions in my mind. Oh, yeah. Too. oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. Oh, we're coming you up can... on the best explosions. Yeah. You can you can cut well, that out because. Oh no! Just <laughs> put that just... in your pocket. Yeah. And yeah, so once they start getting the bats kind of under control, the evil scientist just runs out of the school, and they chase after him for some reason because they're like, "Hey, you should get back in here, doctor. You gotta tell us how to control these bats." And then the foxes get him. <laughs> 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 and then they leave because they finished their business. They did what they came here to do. That's right. Oh, but not, so, not before the other, the rest of the bats like swarm onto his body and start just oh, like, yeah. eating him. Yeah, say, were any of you expecting it to end like, uh, what was it, We're Back a Dinosaur Story when all the crows <laughs> attack the evil yeah. guy and then he's just gone? Yeah, I was kind of hoping for that. I'm not gonna lie. Or, With like or the fake skeleton. eye just rolling away. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Or like a, the mummy when the scarabs come out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, where are the bones even? Oh, they eat those too, I guess. <laughs> PG-13 away. <laughs> yeah, right. No blood, huh? All right, I gotcha. It's like Disney disease. It leaves no trace. <laughs> yeah, what else doesn't have blood? <laughs> blood? A flamethrower! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so they uh, gotta get to the mine. Yeah, so the next morning they get to the mine, they find the uh, the entire army has been wiped out, apparently. Yes. Oh, and we ha- we keep being reminded there's only one way in and only one way out. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah, that's a goddamn lie. <laughs> but it's it's mentioned so many times. Like, he, I think he said it at least four times. It's like, nope, nope, there's only one entrance. Nope, pretty sure. There's <laughs> yeah. only one entrance. <laughs> Except for that giant <laughs> hole where we put the chiller through... Yeah. Um, all the other right. holes where light comes through in the cave so you can see where they're going. Right. All, uh, the, the the shaft has an air vent, you know. <laughs> shaft. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, be an adult, sweetie. <laughs> all right, back to the killer bats. <laughs> uh, but, but basically they got 62 minutes before, you know, SEAL Team 6 comes in on their oh, yeah, F-16s gonna... and just napalm the whole place. Oh, yeah, they're ready with their napalm. And so they got to get in the cave. Uh, Leon's running... Uh, control center basically his job is since there's only one way in and one way out and this is a double elimination tournament <laughs> that that uh, lou diamond phillips and the doctor don't make it they just blow the entrance and seal them in and then i assume then immediately get blown up with napalm <laughs> but they go into the cave 
and that's when they fall through the floor, like uh, like Drew was saying earlier, and they fall through the floor right into a river of bat crap. <laughs> Which is weird because, like, I, you know, sorry, I'm I'm a huge fan of like Planet Earth, and I've watched David Attenborough narrate some bats. I have never seen guano like that, like soup, like it looks like cream of mushroom soup. Yeah, like it's far, it's far too viscous. It's I don't know. I would just expect it to be thicker, not you know, so runny. Yeah, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> maybe it's just because now they're having a flesh-based diet, and maybe human flesh goes through them like salsa through a goose. As my wife was saying, uh, like earlier. salsa through a goose. I swear that needs to be the next sticker. Let's <laughs> put out like salsa through a goose. Everything I learned from movies, smooth like salsa through a goose. <laughs> salsa through a goose. Yes. Steve, I have a new bumper. <laughs> also, just I don't I don't know if we covered this. I've been drinking. Where did they get the spacesuits? Yeah. Um, oh, they uh, they they were dropped off by the government. Remember, remember they, the uh, he said like, yeah. oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. He's like, here you're going to get your AC unit, but we're not going to deliver them. We're uh, inside. They're going to deliver them right outside. They don't even want to know that we have them. Yeah. Okay. And it's also mentioned this time that the uh, river of guano is also <laughs> riddled with disease. Oh yeah. But they go through. They wade through the river mm-hmm. and they come to where the chiller is. Uh, and they need to find out. Oh, oh! It looks like there's a key to this one. We got to find it. So they start searching the corpses around there. <laughs> but you got to be quiet. You might wake up the sleepy batty muffins. As, as they are underneath millions of bats. Millions of them. <laughs> They're sleepy time though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See, he kept saying, he kept saying like that. Well, they're not in the mountains. There's no caves there. And before they even mentioned that it was the mines, I really, really wanted it to be the football stadium that they made everyone clear out yeah. of. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been great. Yes, <laughs> they're not gonna, they're not gonna win anyways. And then they eventually have to blow up the football stadium and have Ooh. the coach come up and is all like, "What are we gonna do? We play Cloverfield next week." Oh, don't worry, coach. You wouldn't have won anyways. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> that right. would have been so good. Oh yeah, the stadium's domed, and so they go in, and yeah, oh, they're no, all the on tunnels where they come in from from the locker room, right? Yeah, yeah, it could work too. Yeah, yeah. you know what? We we should have been there with uh, Mr. Logan writing this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, you focus on any given Sunday. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, see, he was just starting to become intimate with football. There we go. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but they uh, they start up the chiller. Uh, and that's about the time that at least the flying foxes wake up and start attacking Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> and one of them's on him, and they start scratching him and biting no! in his neck. And <laughs> and then uh, uh, Lady Doctor uh, has, has the gun <laughs> and starts shooting. He's like, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. She miraculously hits the fox. She hits the bat. Yeah. Like, yeah. she has this miraculous aim. Everyone does. Also, they have infinity bullets. That is true. Have you ever Lou seen- Diamond Phillips, he runs out one time. I noticed he ran out one time. Oh, do you have to reload? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I don't think he had an extra clip, but I remember he ran out, like, one time, and it was, like, a foolish... Oh, you know what? It's when he's... It's it's further on, but when it's when they're trying to, like, escape. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. And, and also, okay, so he shoots the one bat, and then also while she's shooting, I, I, I swear, like, I don't know if she hit the chiller or what, and, like, a lightning bolt shot out and hit she the hit other the, one she hit the ac unit she hit the ac unit and it like sparked up again and i'm thinking well there's your there's your ace in the hole i mean right. it's gone now you ruined the ac unit congratulations yeah. you fucked you it doomed up. us all <laughs> you blew it all to hell damn you planet of the bats 
uh, so yeah, so so a fire starts and the bats start leaving and basically everybody's leaving. And it was at this point I had the thought of you know Lou Diamond Phillips is dead anyway because he's got those cuts all over him and he has oh, to wade take... through that river of guano. He had to take his helmet off because oh yeah that's because he couldn't he couldn't breathe yeah. And so he's riddled with all of the diseases now. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Oh, he dead. And breathing ammonia <laughs> while running. Or, yeah. It yeah. gets to the brain faster that way, Steve. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and so at this time, like, like, the bats are, you know, flying out in swarms super fast and going through every exit. Like, I swear there's a couple scenes where they go, like, up through an exit where you see daylight coming through and it's like, oh, okay, they're out now. They're free! I guess there is more than one way in or out, but right? but they're really uh, I guess they're chasing chasing them up the elevator shaft and yeah trying to get out of there before you know they're they're chilled to death or whatever. <laughs> and, and I really like when they get to the top of the elevator shaft, and they drop it down on them, and it takes out like yeah. I don't know a hundred thousand of them for all I know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think this is a scene where Lou Diamond is shooting at the bass and then runs out of bullets and drops his gun and keeps running. Right. All the while, you have Leroy up atop. He's they're, they're like, blow the lin- blow the entrance. No, you have seven minutes. You have five minutes. Come on, baby girl, you can make it. You have four and a half minutes. By the way, those bats... feel the rhythm, feel the ride. Come on up, <laughs> it's Bob Lustin time. <laughs> By the way, as close as those bats were to Lou Diamond Phillips and Lady Doctor. They caught them multiple times, oh, right? Every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And frankly, I don't care how fast like a mine elevator can rise up the shaft. <laughs> it's not very Bats fast. are going to fly faster. Yeah, they were going, they were going like forty or fifty miles an hour. Easy. That's not how those elevators right. work. I can no. tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember she was trying to like close the door and the LDP is like, no, let's go. And I'm thinking, no, that needs to like lock in place or it's not gonna go anywhere. That will do yeah. nothing. <laughs> That that Good doesn't day, move. Sir. That would be a safety uh, requirement on that elevator. Right. <laughs> Has no one seen my bloody Valentine? Yeah, right. <laughs> Do your research, people. Uh, or uh, or run away. <laughs> Spoiler alert on that one. Too. Oh shit! <laughs> the gate is there for your safety as well as those around you. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, run away! Uh, but they. The doctor and the sheriff come running through the front of the cave. Leon blasts the entrance, collapses, and kills all the bats, apparently, with inside, or at least keeps them in there so they can't escape, and they'll eventually starve to death after cannibalism? I don't know what, what yeah. goes on after You'd that. You'd be surprised it's, how long it's, they can it's weird. eating each other. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but it's also weird to say like that the amount of explosions that are taking place, especially when they said, how many entrances are there? There's only that one entrance, sir. Okay, this is why we need 15 different explosions to take place. Oh, they yeah. blew the entire mine up. <laughs> right! Right! And it's like, clearly, if there's only one entrance, then why are there so many explosions taking place? Because there's not one entrance! Because Lou Diamond Phillips is bad at reading maps. <laughs> <laughs> but, but By the way, e- even when they succeeded in sealing the bats in there or whatever, I was actually kind of surprised when the airstrike was called off. I was waiting for that to be like a twist ending, right? Because <laughs> oh, but happen. you need to have you need to have one of Leroy's many bad lines where he says, "We did it. We closed it off. Are you sure? Is pig pork?" <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was this another one? He's all like, "As they say in the opera, bravo." Yeah, <laughs> he had some of the worst worst lines. You mean greatest because they're the most memorable. 
How's that? How's that tie beer? <laughs> Agree to disagree. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, everybody's fine. They they drive off. But wait, there's a rustling in the ground, and out crawls one of the flying foxes. This is most definitely a sequel bag because obviously they're genetically engineered to mine. Right? Yeah. So, so they're excellent at to digging. crawl through the dirt. <laughs> so the crawls through the dirt. And the sequel, roll credits. No, wait. Oh, it just got ran over by a truck. <laughs> now roll credits. It got ran over by them as they were leaving back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they truly saved the day again. <laughs> they didn't even know it. <laughs> and roll credits, start up the music. <laughs> start up the surfer rock music. <laughs> yeah, surfer rock music. It's like, oh, that's, that's a choice. All right. That is not what I was expecting. I will fully admit it. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, that is bats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, would you recommend bats, Drew? I would recommend bats. I think it's I think it's a fun watch. It's not a great movie, but it's not overly awful. It has some like weird camera shots that seem to go way too fast, but I think it adds to the frantic pace that they're trying to add for literally mutant bat attacks yeah <laughs> so it's it's fun yeah i'd agree with that yeah the, the, there was a lot of that weird was it like walleye dutch angle stretch thing right it was, it was like a, it was like a back wide angle which like reminded you of like a fish lens which it didn't make any sense because i don't know if like you were meant to be seeing through the bat's eyes <laughs> but i mean the constant like shake and then like flash of light and the turning um the aerial views make sense because obviously bats are flying in but then at times when aerial views are being used, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But <laughs> there was one like day thing where they were like following the truck, but I don't know if the helicopter is just purposely veering like left and right. It was like, <laughs> is a bat following them? And then it like almost <laughs> right. ran into the mountain right. <laughs> before it like changed scene. I was like, oh, that's we forgot to talk about one of the weirdest shots in this movie when the evil scientist is like revealing how evil he is. Um, and they're all still locked down in the school, and they have a tight, tight, tight close-up on his face in perfect focus, and then them across the room in perfect focus, and it is awkward. Oh, when he goes crazy. Yeah, when they perfectly show that he is insane. Yeah, he got those crazy eyes. Yes, that is, I just, that, that, the way that was shot was very unnerving, which I guess, I mean, you know, it was the whole goal of that point, but or the whole point of that, you know. Yeah. That shot, but yeah, it was like, what's happening here? Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. Oh it, yeah, this was fun. I mean, it, it, if you're into horror flicks, uh, even if you're not into horror flicks, it's not that bloody. It's, nah. Honestly, it's not really that scary either. It's an excellent it's, example it's, of an example of an ex, the animal exploitation film. Yeah, we're all about exploiting yeah. those animals. Have them dig our minds for us. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Drew, so, you did recommend this movie. You recommended it to us. Right, I did. I did. <laughs> Supposedly, there's a uh, there's a um, unrated. Yeah, there's like an unreleased version that's uh, that's R rating. That's supposed to be a little bit more bloody. There may, but um, there may be some of our fun facts. <laughs> Maybe then. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we have fun facts, more beer, and funny third thing. Yeah. And everything I learned from movies returns! 
Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders. Uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemcast. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. And we're back. Woo! Uh, so, Yay! So many great promos there. Oh, they get better every week. Yeah, there was that Real Feels podcast. I don't know if you guys listened to that. That guy sounds hot. Yeah. <laughs> True. Have you listened to Real Phil's podcast before? You know, it's 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 on my to do list. Um, I haven't really gotten around to it, um, <laughs> but it's uh it's definitely on that list. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, yeah. Okay. I think these might have been the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh my god, she's in it. Ah! That was for Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, sweetie, I'm a little thirsty. Oh, you should be. We did a lot of talking about bats. Bats. Uh, We have from our Portland trip from Old Town Brewing, in honor of the bats, sun-dazed. Because they get dazed in the sun. I get it. I get it. I'll allow it. 
Put on your shoes. It's a long walk. It's a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Kolsch style ale. Ooh. 4.8% ABV. Very nice. And I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thoroughly enjoy a good Kolsch. Indeed. Especially when it's a little warm out there. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. This is a super clear bear. Very, like, oh, wow. light pale yeah um, very similar to the last one actually yeah the light straw color uh, this mm -hmm. one's got a little more like a little dark like gold color to it but yeah still frothy white head mm -hmm. steve's going in for the sip yeah very very subtle hop aroma yeah it's got a little bit more hop aroma than the last beer steve's going in for the sip oh yeah definitely a little uh a little, a little more a little more bitter obviously than the international lager but you yeah, can just... say that, but this is not a bitter beer by any means. No, this no, is extremely no. malt forward, really crisp. This is great for like a hot day. Drew, you were saying you're not a huge beer fan. This is very much like your Kona. You're gonna you would enjoy this. Oh. Yeah. Well then I will I'll definitely have to like add it to the uh to the list of beers to try, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Are you still uh, you still drinking your Kona there? You know what? It's uh it's right about to the end. So uh yeah, it's almost out. Excellent. Well we're almost to the end too, but we've got Fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. First fun fact. <laughs> uh, this movie was shot in 36 days. What? Yeah. That is a way to keep That's impressive. Down. Yeah, but you were uh, mentioning earlier, uh, the theatrical and VHS versions of this movie are rated PG-13, but the DVD version is ra the rated R cut. <gasps> Okay, so it was released. Okay. Yeah. So we need to get the DVD version. Ooh, I wonder if it's more bloody or if uh, we finally get that Dina Myers shot. You know oh, she I'm pops saying? her top. She's yeah. got to, right? I mean, why else would it be R-rated? Yeah. We, we don't do that for violence. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they just, like, maybe they let Leon keep all his fucks. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Too many motherfucking bats in this motherfucking school. <laughs> I love it. All right. We'll have to find out. <laughs> to be continued. Ooh. Or maybe it's her. Maybe she got to keep all the fucks. There we go. Uh, at the beginning of 1999, Destination Films opened its doors and was looking for a picture for a Halloween release. Bats was the company's first feature film. I wonder what else Destination Films has done. I know they typically do well, look it up films, like you read yeah. the fun facts. Uh, actually, the only other fun fact I've got: uh, the stock United States Air Force uh, aircraft footage was taken from the movie Iron Eagle Two from 1988. Oh shit! Stock footage making it cheap, yeah. And just one oh, moment, right. we're looking up the Destination Films. Films produced. Thomas and the Magic Railroad. Wow. Facing that sounds like the most terrifying one. <laughs> yeah. Facing the Giants. Jesus, what? <laughs> it uh, it's it's a remember the Titans knockoff. Oh, it's like one of um, the Christian versions or something. Mirror Mask. Drowning <laughs> Mona. Okay. Steam Boy. I remember when that came out. Oh, I know Steam Boy. Okay, yeah. Rise. Huh. Blood Hunter. Well uh, Company of Heroes. Hey, Cowboy Bebop the movie. Oh. Black Dynamite. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Shodas. Uh, Buying the Cow. Oh, I know that one. Squid and the Whale. 
Oh, okay, Squid and the Whale's Squid and the Whale is good. It's just really dark and weird. Yeah. Saving Face, The Perfect Holiday, Whipped. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know Whipped as well. I know what you did last summer. Oh, no. I'll always know what you did last <laughs> summer. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the third one. <laughs> Into the Sun, Tokyo Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers is good. Tekken Kink Street? Ooh, Tekken, the fighting game one, right? No, I think this is an anime. It's got a cute kid with a big oh, hat. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Uh, Wild Things, Diamond in the Rough. Oh, Black Mask 2. <laughs> Black Mask 2, Returner, Meeting Evil, SWAT Under Siege. Oh, The Contractor, the contractor. with Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Single White Female 2, and Dirty. Nice. Yeah. So they they have they definitely have like a handful of like so-so movies, but... What are you talking about? It's interesting everything to see- is gold. <laughs> everything, everything is golden. But I mean, it's interesting to see certain films, especially like the animated ones, like Cowboy Bebop and Steam Boy, and then you have a Jim Henson production with Mirror Mask. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm, what I'm thinking is they're probably the distributors on some of those animes and stuff, so... Yeah, mm, yeah there's a lot of, lot of straight-to-DVD stuff on there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess that's probably some of their produced stuff. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen... What did we learn from bats? Drew, would you like to go first? What did I learn? I learned that apparently you should keep all of the mutated bats in Gotham <laughs> held deep within the bat cave and obviously have uh, Lou Diamond Phillips as your uh, your town sheriff. I mean, if you get to pick, I mean, that's the one to go with. <laughs> How about you, babe? You learn anything? Well, I mean, obviously the bats are being used for diamond mining, but you know why they attacked a gallop? What's that? Their sheriff is the diamond. <gasps> that makes sense. <laughs> In the rough. They were there to do their job. <laughs> also, I learned from our discussion of this that we have to keep bats away from the Joker serum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a nightmare waiting to happen. Steve? <laughs> Uh, yes, I learned uh, actor Bob Guten loves movies about guano. <laughs> As he was in uh, this movie and, of course, Ace Ventura when nature calls. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yes. Guano. <laughs> and I also learned uh, if you want if you want your child to become a wildlife zoologist with an emphasis in bats, the way you get them hooked is to let them hold a baby bat in their hands. I got to hold a baby bat when I was eight at Shasta Caverns. Ugh. You were doomed, everyone. <laughs> Izzy's going to be a wildlife zoologist with... This has to be your ne- your next art project, Izzy. Like little bats playing with the cats. Yes! Well, I do actually have a, um, a Dracula loves kittens, and he has both bats and kittens. That's true. And the bats That's super right. cute. Like salsa through a goose. <laughs> You guys, I have now passed on one of my favorite sayings that my mother actually uses. That makes sense. Listen to our Mother's Day special to get a deeper insight into my raising. I really want that on a mug now. I will put like salsa through goose up in my tea public and uh, and red bubble. They I'll, will be I'll available shortly, I promise you. <laughs> I'll order it in a heartbeat. <laughs> we we got to put up the damn it pickles as well. <laughs> That's true. We got to get to work on that. <laughs> Andrew, you have an amazing podcast. Would you mind telling us a little bit about it uh, for those of us that may not know and where we can find it and how we can get a hold of you? Yeah, sure. So 
It's uh, it's called the Real Phil's Podcast, and that's uh, R E E L because I like play on words. And uh, my good friend Nathan and I, we uh, we come out every other Wednesday and we pick a brand new movie genre for uh, everyone to listen to, and we we kind of like get down to the nitty gritty about what makes the film work, what doesn't make it work. We we talk about our favorite lines, our you know the best and the worst parts of the movies, and then uh, you know kind of give it like a rating whether or not we'd recommend it. And uh, yeah, we just uh, we love talking cinema. Excellent! That yeah. sounds so great. And I'm sorry, what was the, the website where you can find it? Oh, sorry. You can uh, look for us on uh, Facebook. You can just type in Real Feels Podcast, or you can look for us on Twitter at Real Feels Pod, or uh, you can just send us an, an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com. Excellent. Excellent. Of course, you can find us on all the social medias at mm-hmm. EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. Um, and we're at uh, on Podbean at EILFM.podbean.com. Download the app. It'll download all of our new episodes for you. Uh, yeah. We also have some very cool interviews coming up with our mini episodes. Yeah, we do. Um, including Crease himself. What? Sensei from Karate Kid, Martin Cove. Uh, he's coming up. It's going to be great. Oh, so good. Uh, if you need some awesome movie-themed art, or if you are a dog fan, I drew every American dog breed and watercolored it and made a great big poster. It's not actually that big. It's 11 by 17. It's a perfect size for your wall, and it's all available in my Etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. And you can follow my Instagram at untidyvenus, where I post pictures of the podcast. Because I haven't been drawing as much lately, but I'm going to start drawing again. So actually, I lied. By the time you hear this, there'll be plenty of art up on there. That's right. I'm going to start cracking the whip, getting her back to work. (laughs) Mm, If you crack that whip, I'll never be able to go back to work. Mm. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. So until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm Drew. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Like salsa through a goose. Oh, yeah.